Hello and welcome to another edition of Only in Illinois, your weekly recap from Reboot Illinois. I'm Madeline Dubeck here with Matt Dietrich. And in the past week, Matt, things have just been pretty big issues popping up all over the place. We've had a legislative initiated effort or a couple of them at redistricting reform. Mm -hmm. We've had a lot of talk about uh, higher education and uh, trying to fix that situation, which is still very fluid. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and some pretty big tax proposals are in the mix. And so we really wanted to focus today on what is percolating out there that people need to be aware of right. as it relates to their wallets. Mm -hmm. So uh, just about a week ago, yeah. House Democratic Majority Leader Lou Lang uh, said he intends to offer up a bill that would institute some progressive right. income tax rates. Mm -hmm. And there's also an amendment to the state constitution that would, if it were put to a ballot and approved right. by a majority of voters, would change the constitution to allow for different taxes right. for different ranges of income. This, this has to happen in two steps because the Illinois Constitution of 1970 said that if the state was going to have an income tax, it had to be applied at a flat rate, everybody paying the same rate. Today, that's 3.75%. Right. So first, in order to implement a progressive tax, similar to what we all pay in federal, federal ta tax, federal taxes, right. you have to change the Constitution to do that. Mm -hmm. So. Uh, Christian Mitchell, Representative Christian Mitchell from Chicago, right. introduced his constitutional amendment to do that. And then a day later, on April 15th, which was traditionally tax day, Lou Lang introduced uh, what the, uh, his bill, which would actually structure a progressive tax. And you would have the tax rates would start at 3.5% on the lowest incomes and go all the way up to 9.75% for the highest incomes, the brackets that are a million dollars and 1.5 million, depending on what your filing status is. Lou Lang says that right, this whether would, you're married or single or, mm -hmm. right, okay. And he says that, the, or he had children and those right. kind of things. And he says that his plan would bring in another $1.9 billion, which is a lot less. We've had progressive tax uh, ideas tossed out there over the years that would bring in quite a bit more than that. Lang said that he introduced his, uh, it's uh, the, it, it would not fix the whole budget crisis no. in one fell swoop. Um, and he says that he did that uh, because that way it could get support because it, we would need reforms and cuts and things to go along with it to close the, the gap. And it's a pretty um, politically savvy approach because as he points out, it would mean really a an income tax decrease right. for for 99.3% of all tax like ivory soap. Right. Well, he's, <laughs> and and he's trying to uh, put Governor Rauner on the spot for this because sure. he says Governor Rauner says we need middle class tax relief. Hey, this Here would give a huge tax break to the whole middle class and uh, that's that's going to be the, the the crux of the argument here, but you know, it's not none of this can happen if you don't get a supermajority in the House, 71 votes, 
Which is everybody, all all, all the Democrats. All the Democrats would have to vote for this. In the Senate, it's probably going to be pretty easy. Mm -hmm. It needs 36 votes. There are 39 Democrats. This is something that Democrats really, really have wanted for a a long long, time. Oh, a really long time. So we've been writing about this really for... This was one of the biggest issues. Since we started Reboot in 2012. Right. When Reboot Illinois first, when our site went up right around Thanksgiving time in 2012, that was one of our first kind of point-counterpoint op-ed pieces uh, was progressive tax versus flat tax. Mm-hmm. It, was a, it was a big issue then, but it was more hypothetical. It's a lot different this year. This year, we're coming out of a budget impasse, hopefully, and we're looking at a ending the fiscal year on June 30th with $10 billion in debt. You have a Republican governor who's anti-tax, but who has said over and over again that he knows Cuts alone aren't going to get us out of this mess. We're going to see taxes go up somewhere. We don't know exactly where. Uh, So now you've got a different context for this argument. Mm -hmm. So you do have, uh, here you've got a plan that proponents say is going to cut taxes for most people, but it's going to bring in 1.9 billion and we're still going to have to have some cuts. But there's a problem that (laughs) you have to have. I don't think any Republicans are going to vote for this at all. No. I think what we've seen is they voted very consistently with, you know, as Governor Rauner has told them to vote. So you got to have all 71 Democrats in the House. You got to have 36 out of 39 in the Senate, which I don't think is a problem. In the House, though. In the House, though, we talked to State Representative mm-hmm. Jack Franks, who uh, has been a conservative when it comes to fiscal right. issues throughout his tenure has uh, never voted for a tax increase Mm -hmm. or a budget because none of them have been balanced, he likes to say. And he told us uh, that he intends not to vote for the progressive tax Mm -hmm. amendment or the bill that sets out the rates. And uh, that he knows from having served down there for a number of years that those rates could change in a heartbeat and like the governor, he wants to see some structural reforms first. Mm-hmm. And he's been very consistent on that. Reboot Illinois did a, uh, a town hall in Woodstock, and uh, Jack Franks was part of it. And uh, he's, this was two years ago, and he said at the time, I'm not, I'm not for that because it's gonna, we need to fix things first before we go talking about ways to get a whole bunch of new revenue flowing. That was before we had this budget crisis. Yeah. But something to think about is, our income tax rate right now is 3.75%. The Illinois Campaign for Political Reform put on a really good uh, budget forum last week, um, and one of the things that came up in it is that for an income tax increase, for every one percentage point you raise the income tax, you bring in another $3.2 billion. That does not get us there. So we need to talk about revenue, whether it's looking at the sales tax and compare sales tax with other states, look at our income tax at 3.75, compare that to Wisconsin. If you're making $50,000, you pay 3.75 in income tax, you pay over 7% in Wisconsin. We're looking at being $10 billion down on June 30th. At least. And this is before we've done any kind of funding for our universities. There's community so, colleges, MAP grants, social services, social services. So if you're looking strictly at the income tax and you're looking at $10 billion and you know that one, a 1%, one percentage point increase brings in 3.2 billion, you know, are you, 
I don't think anybody is seriously considering a seven or eight point, uh, seven or eight percent flat income tax. I just don't think that would fly. Yeah. So that's why I've said, you know, you're looking at a different context for the progressive argument this year. So maybe Jack Frank's, you know, if, if, if he blocks it, that's going to go away, but we're not off the hook. We're, no. It's got to come from someplace. Right. So there could be, there could be some combination of taxes and cuts. Mm -hmm. um, you've pointed out the governor during his campaign talked about reforming the entire tax system, and he's talked about putting taxes on services. Since the election ended, he's not mentioned anything. Right. Yeah, we haven't seen any of that talk because once the budget impasse began, all negotiations stopped. Uh, so we don't have anything from the governor to counter this the progressive argument. Right. And now, as we've said, if Jack Franks is going to do what he says, this is all moot. But something's got to happen. Oh, and another thing that it's moot, but it's not a done right. topic. Is your point? It's going to keep. We still back. have to have some combination of a tax increase and some cuts mm -hmm. at some point, and some reforms. Uh, you know, the governor has offered procurement reform. Right. Hundreds of millions of dollars there. That's a that's a topic for another only in Illinois. <laughs> a lot of things that they could be doing right now to make some reforms, save some money make the tax increase a little more bearable for us all. Okay. So, but still, this week kind of had the effect of serving notice that now is the critical time of the year for every big legislative year. And from now until June 30th mm -hmm. is really when everybody needs to start paying attention because they're doing things to our wallets and the way we elect people and draw our districts and what's happening with our colleges and our property taxes. Lots of big stuff started popping this week. So now is when you really want to key mm -hmm. in and pay attention. And another key date on this, May 6th, they'll have to, if you're going to put something on the ballot for a constitutional amendment like right. progressive tax or uh, redistricting, reform, any right. number of things. That's got to be done a certain interval before the election. And I believe that May 6th is the, mm -hmm. is the date this year, the deadline. So got a couple more weeks of really intense action. And um, then they'll be working on what I assume to be a two-year budget. Okay. <laughs> well, that's it for this week. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you on the next edition of Only in Illinois.